Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group and welcome to our next episode in our podcast series. Really excited to be sharing again a, a conversation, a bit of thinking, a bit of sharing as far as uh, stamina, how, how it goes on to become the hidden ingredient to success. How do we ensure that we have, uh, I guess, uh, the ability to outplay and outlast, I guess, not only our competition, but ourselves, you know? It's, um, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, when you travel the world and you, uh, you, you devote your life um, into the space called business and and small business where you know the, the lifting is a little heavier and the and the progression is a little t- tougher I guess um what is it that ultimately uh ends up being a uh, an ingredient that uh cannot be left to none it's it's a thing called resilience it's that ability to keep on going and and and, and evolving and 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 turning um you know what was um dust into gold and gold in gold into diamonds and and ultimately um so the conversation around stamina and how is it that you um you you continue to uh, uh, you know, conquer the mountains, and as you continue to grow and prosper, and 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 gain from your learning, how do you turn those mountains into speed bumps? You know, how do you ensure, as uh, as they say in the classics, that uh, you can see where the challenge is, and you're so prepared for it at the first hour, not the eleventh hour? You know, how do we eliminate surprises to the degree where they are speed bumps and they're not mountains? So, a really a really good sharing as far as that that sort of thinking, and and most importantly, the uh, the hidden ingredients reading of success called stamina you know Haley Gabrielazy one of our uh, I guess most formidable long distance runners ever in the history of, uh, of of running said you lose the speed before you lose the stamina and in business no different you know your ability to keep on going your ability to keep on reinventing your ability to keep on evolving is critical to your ongoing and and, and formidable success so I look forward to uh, again hearing your feedback on this uh, on this podcast um, episode. Um, it, it's a great sharing, and it sort of got uh, it got sort of um, into places that uh, got us certainly thinking. It's also a uh, a lot of um, a lot of, a lot of the thinking and the sharing is um, surrounding um, elements um, that, that that are in my second book, how to grow a uh, a, a business um, into a a diamond level business. So you know. What is the importance of um, understanding how you must behave and, or how you deal with a deadline that is looming? So enjoy, and uh, I look forward to your feedback. Stefan Kazakis, Business Benchmark Group. So Haley Gabrielazy, one of the uh, the icons of uh, running and one of the icons of, uh, I guess, the Olympic spirit, he says, uh, you lose the speed before you lose the stamina. You lose the speed before you lose the stamina. A very famous quote for that, uh, that, that, that icon of that particular, uh, I guess, um, field of sport and field of uh, speciality or, uh, or reputation. So what does that actually mean when you think about it? Um, and we're fortunate enough to hear a little bit more from a credible source as to what it takes to run and run and run and, and, and build whatever it is internally to keep on running and running and running and business is no different so when it comes to stamina and outcomes when it comes to staying true to what it is that you have a destination for a a, a, an outcome for 
what it is that ultimately defines a prize that that ultimately when you get there you know you have a choice whether you stop and take a deep breath and and, and go back and just lie on the on the bed and just say hey where to from here versus stamina is about getting to a point it's getting to a point where you realize your efforts your energies most importantly your mental energy and your mental efforts is what got you to a point it's got what got you to a crossroad in most cases stamina is needed when you're stepping up stamina is needed when you're needing to push through stamina is needed when you need to go to the deepest point of resilience where you know it's no longer about the physical arms and legs stuff it's no longer about the negative pressure or the positive pressure. It's about you knowing that if you didn't, the consequences, the consequences of not pushing through or not going to the next level or not, whatever it is it may be for you, whatever you've defined as, as the prize that you're going for, which may be just another point in your crossroad, whether it's business advancement, personal advancement, running a race advancement, you know, completing a jigsaw puzzle advancement, makes no difference. It's as human beings, this whole aspect of stamina and why it is the, 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 the hidden ingredient to, uh, to success because for many of us, particularly when you're unknown and you're unfamiliar, you sort of give up. When you're unmotivated or you're hanging around with people that generally uh, influence a lack of motivation or a lack of inspiration, when you hang around and that's your environment, sometimes we don't get to choose our environment, it's sometimes at home. And sometimes it's by blood and not by choice, right? Where you could walk away from it. So dependent upon your environment, dependent upon your ideals, dependent upon your values and your hierarchy of values, you will decide what level of stamina you need to beat the next post, to beat or to, to claim the next prize. Does that make sense? So what I'm sharing right now before we ask Samantha to uh, share a bit more from her specific aspect of stamina is how do you outplay and outlast? How do you play the game of business? How do you play the game of business? How do you play the game of life to outlast whatever it is? And most importantly, your head trash. How do you outlast the conversation in your head, the, the mental fatigue that says you can't do something? How do you actually outlast that? And, and, and what I've got to understand, particularly in my professional space, having worked with some amazing mentors and coaches and, and, and ultimately positive influences, including my grandmother and grandfather um, for many, many years, what I've got to learn over many years is, you know, to give up is a missed opportunity. To give up is not finishing something. To give up something that wasn't completed is to keep on building a reputation or creating a pattern that has you as the person that just never finishes things. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, um, but I'm sure about myself. And when it comes to patterns and, and, and what are the patterns, and life is a pattern, by the way. If you look back over the last five years, they're probably not that much different to the five years before that. And if you think about the next five years, they're probably not going to be that much different either, unless you build some next level positive stamina and get some real positive, I guess, um, um, aspects to what it is that might be your prize so that you can outplay and outlast the mental fatigue or the mental belief, as we heard Damien um, allude to, that gets in the way of stamina. Because when you deal with the unknown, when you deal with the unfamiliar, when you deal with the unplanned, when you deal with the spontaneous and the, I guess, the, uh, the aspect of, I've got no idea what I'm doing today, but I'm hoping I get to the end of it and we'll come back tomorrow and have another go, that's so short term. And it gets in the way. Now, I'm not here to preach or, or suggest that, hey, your life has to be so structured that you have no flexibility or no adaptability because, in fairness, 
Flexibility and adaptability in 2016 is very important. But how do you outplay and outlast? Well, it's important you get to really understand and get a real tight grip on where are you actually going. So it comes back to that aspect of destination, vision, clarity. So the more clarity you have, the further that clarity um, you have. It doesn't have to be perfect clarity, right? It just has to be something possible that takes you to another level. It just has to be something possible that you can go and investigate and or research and find a whole group of other people or examples or organisations that are doing it somewhere around the world because that becomes your grip. So if you want to outlast and outplay, you've got to research who's done it before. You've got to start thinking about who you need to hang around with that might ultimately keep you accountable to stepping up and going the next five kilometres or the next 50 for that or going the next period or a quarter or year in business when you know the economy and or legislation and or things that are out of your control come your way and sort of turn your ship into a new direction. But the one thing that you'll definitely uh, not be able to outplay and outlast is your strength of mind and clarity as to where you're going and how you need to get there. So the more you understand about are you a business owner, genuinely a business owner, not a business employee, even the employees in the room, you need to behave. You need to, I guess, have the belief that the business you belong to is going somewhere. So you need to behave as if you were a business owner in that business. What would you be doing if your money was on the table? How would you be investing your time and money if it was on the table? You ultimately need to be focused on building a grade team. So to have the stamina to go somewhere, one of the greatest things you do is make a commitment to create job security for 20, 30, 50, 1,000 other people. What an awesome thing to do. That gives you purpose. That gives you your why. I mean, if you can buy a kid a bicycle for Christmas, imagine buying the village that couldn't afford a bicycle for the whole village. You bought them, every one of those kids, a, a bicycle each. That gives you purpose. So if you become a business owner and you have that belief that you're going to build something that stands for something. You're building reputation. You go benchmark. You build a team that's going to be better than you more often than not. You ensure that you look after your customers to the point where they become advocates for your business. You look after them. You look after them really well. You do whatever it takes to look after the ones you've got really well. And guess what happens? They'll come back and do business with you again and they'll bring their best friends with them. But ultimately what you do from that point is you start moving away from the cash flow ladder to the capital asset growth ladder. Now that's a whole new conversation for a different day, but that's how you outplay and outlast the game in business. You've got to get really clear how the cycle of business works, and if you don't know it or you're not familiar or you're flirting with Googling it and you need to understand it from your personal perspective, put your hand up and ask the questions. Find people that have got the answers, they've walked the walk and can now have, by earning the right, not just reading a book, talking the talk. Does that make sense? So that's how you outplay and outlast. In saying that, and I referenced it very early, and what I'm doing right now is just a bit of a brain stretch, get us thinking about the word stamina, the aspect of stamina, the hidden ingredient to success called stamina. If you don't understand what it is that you're going for, if you don't understand before you start at this side of the bridge, what are you crossing and all the challenges and all the choke points and all the obstacles and all the successes and glee and ultimately not so, what is this bridge that you cross to get to the other side, to get the prize? What does it actually look like? What does it look like for you? How would you behave when you achieve that? And what are you doing next? What are you doing the next day after that? Is it over? Is the race over? Or do you saddle up and go again? I mean, we're just about to hear from someone that's just a run, about to run, I think it's over 4,000 kilometres. When I read that, I'm thinking, was that 4,000 metres? Because that sounds like something I can do. 
But once I realised it was 4,000 kilometres, 1,000 metres times 4,000, I don't even know how to do the numbers on that. That's just insane. What a prize to start. But what sort of rehearsal and practice and, and continuous, you know, putting yourself in the heat of the battle before you go into the heat of the battle is Samantha going through, as we do every other day in business, to know that, hey, I don't want to know about the unknowns. I want to be so clear about my choke points and unknowns that I'm not going to get let those choke points, which in most cases a choke point, it's just that. And if you know about it and get smart enough about thinking about what could get in my way, What's going to get in my way of, um, you know, I guess me beating the race or beating the next stage? If you start thinking about that with so much time ahead of you, guess what's going to happen? And most of you that are clients of ours know this. That choke point becomes a speed bump. You're so clear about your contingency planning. So you don't need to wait till the 11th hour when the, uh, the deadline's looming to deal with something that you should have dealt with you know, in the first hour. Wouldn't it be cool... You know, think about patterns. Wouldn't it be cool? Who, who, who deal, who's got a severe case of procrastination in the room? Put your hand up. Severe case of procrastination. Everyone's got a case of procrastination. Severe, some of you need to own up to this. Come on. <laughs> I'll put my hand up. I've got a severe case of procrastination. So you know what I learnt many, many years ago when I understood patterns? I understood how to beat this thing called procrastination. And let me share a, a formula with you. Because this is the pattern that kills us. This is the pattern that has mediocrity written all over it. It's called the pattern of procrastination. It's the giving up. So I'm going to share the procrastination buster. Is everyone keen to hear this? I know not many of you have procrastination as an issue because that's what I just saw in the room. So can I ask the question again? Who has an issue with procrastination, as in the inability to make a decision and bloody move forward with it? Okay, that's better. That's... Because I thought, I thought it was going to be a relevant um, conversation, but then you almost <laughs> threw me off. You, you're, <laughs> every, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so we procrastinated putting our hand up. Well done, Hayden. I think that's true. All right, so this is, the, uh, this is what generally happens in terms of patterns, right? So for every one of you in this room, this is going to have a different sort of, uh, I guess, level of, yeah, that's me. So a deadline's looming. Think about those deadlines. What happens when a deadline's looming? What is the most important thing on either your left or right wrist? What is the most important thing when a deadline is looming? Time. See, deadlines have a very close relationship with the thing called time, right? Otherwise known as the 11th hour. Holy shit, deadline. Okay, now, deadline's looming. Guess what happens next? Now I'm getting a little bit more realistic about the consequence if I don't do it. If I don't do it, what happens? So you start thinking consequence. That's the 11th hour stuff, right? So I'm talking about procrastination bus and I'm helping you guys understand what it takes to create stamina to become better business owners. Ultimately become better business investors is the game, right? So when a deadline looms, consequence is also looming with it, right? And when consequence looms, guess what happens next? Guess what happens when consequence looms? Holy moly, if I don't do this, I'm going to be in trouble. Isn't that right, Jenny? <laughs> as in not in trouble, someone's going to you know, spank me or not give me dinner tonight. As in the consequence of me not doing my work gets in the way of Matt not doing his or Rowan not doing his or uh, you know, Deidre not doing hers. And that is criminal. When I have now put pressure on the rest of the team because I'm an 11th hour sort of person 
And I've fooled myself over many years to say, I work so well under pressure. But you know what? People that have resorted to that statement, I work so well under pressure, need some education. That's not... If you work so well under pressure, imagine the quality when you had no pressure. Because pressure and quality work opposites, right? If you want to put quality into something, you can't work under pressure. It just doesn't work. Does that make sense? Your quality is directly related to the level of pressure. Now, if it's negative pressure, because when there's deadline and there's consequence and there's fear, is there anything positive in that? Is there anything in positive, as far as positive, as far as these three things are concerned? No. So this is the, the recipe for why procrastination needs to be beaten, to give you the stamina to push through and do stuff. Deal with procrastination in the first hour, not the 11th hour. So when the deadline looms, consequence raises its, its, its ugly head, Fear turns up, and guess what happens? Our good old mate, because it's natural, we don't have to buy it, it's no drugs on the market, this one, adrenaline turns up. And when adrenaline turns up, energy kicks in, because it works like this. When fear turns up, it releases something called adrenaline. Adrenaline is a painkiller. A painkiller gives you energy. It's a, it's a realistic uh, scientific formula, guys. So. For many of us, if you want to create stamina, you've got to release the, uh, the demon called, I work well under pressure. Because the best pressure you want to have is positive pressure. The best pressure you want to have is, I've got 10 hours to absolutely nail this presentation, absolutely prepare for my next race, absolutely recruit, hire and induct and, and champion my next person in my business. I've got 10 hours, I've got 10 days, I've got 10 months to do it. Not, I've got 10 minutes to do it. And this is the challenge. And we're working on an overdose of adrenaline that releases energy that doesn't deliver quality. So it's one thing to have stamina. It's one thing to set off for the race. It's another thing to set off for the race knowing full well how you're going to beat it. So to have stamina and grow stamina is one thing. And that's brilliant. Well done. Prize goes to someone for that one. But to have stamina that delivers quality is the game. And that's the distinction I want to leave you with. Is that cool? Now we're going to go into think tanks. So we've got about 15 or so minutes and everyone will be um, on their way to their amazing place called um, work and contribution and business in, in, in about 14 and a half minutes time. But we're just about to go through something that we call think tanks. So all I need you to be uh, playing out in your mind right now on the subject of stamina and on the subject of, I guess, um, business and, and, and on the subject of outlasting and outplaying, more so yourself as an individual versus the total group or the total sum being your team, I want you to be thinking, right? I want you to be thinking how this works for me. So in business, generally speaking, SMEs, small, medium business, SMEs, we go through what we refer to five phases. One million, two million, five million, 20 million, 50 million. So SME in my world, my interpretation for SME is anything up to $50 million, right, in revenue. Now, we work with clients that are over um, 80 and 100, and we work with clients that are startups at 500. We're not here to prejudice or be biased, but what we're here to do is help us understand that at every single phase, there are new challenges that come on board. So when we talk about stamina and we talk about making a, uh, making a difference, you know, staying and playing the longer game, what we need to understand that there are 
there are economic cycles and there are emotional cycles, right? And if you get to understand that stamina and the ability to push through, because maybe sometimes the negative consequence or the negative pressure, until such time that you start developing positive pressure and positive stamina in terms of the effort that I'm putting in is in the first hour, not the 11th hour. I am planning, I'm getting to understand, I'm focused, I'm visualizing, I'm projecting my destination, my prize, and I need to change some of my patterns. Even if you're good at time management and patterns and activities that lead to positive results, Results, you need to constantly be reviewing what's working for you and what's not working for you and ultimately being true to the simple answers to those questions and doing something about it. Does that make sense? But in our life and in our business life more importantly, there are economic cycles and emotional cycles that equal your level of stamina, your level of energy. And what is important to understand is our business cycle, the ups and downs of business, is very, if you were to plot it on a graph, is so closely aligned or there's such a huge, um, um, th there is a close relationship between your personal cycles and how you feed whatever you feed into your mind and, and thereafter into the activity plan, your personal cycle is so close to your business cycle. And sometimes, because of things that you can't control, others control for you, is also economic cycles. So your economic cycles, which is generally you know, your, your business, and what you do, coupled with your personal and, and how you feel about your business and how you drive your business to the next level. And most of you know that I'm not a touchy-feely sort of guy. I'm into tangible, straight down the line, black and white, you either are or you're not. You're either moving things forward or you're not. If you're wishing and you're hoping, that's okay, as long as you become a student of changing the wishing and the hoping into something that you're doing. Right? Because wishing and hoping only gets you so far and it's not a strategy for success. Wishing and hoping does not, in fairness, provide the stamina to push through, to go to a higher level, to go to the next base camp on the mountain. It just doesn't. Not having a stamina, not having an, an ability to push through gets you hanging around at the lower levels of business and SME. And there are people in this room and there are business owners in this room and there are organisations in this room that are doing an amazing, an amazing job right now. They are leading their business to the next level of benchmark for, it, for whatever that means for them. But I'm here to say whatever you're doing, there's so much more that you can do. Now, does that need to change in five minutes? Not so much on the scoreboard, but so much in your mind. Your personal cycle, your whole environment and what influences you ultimately determines your level of energy. Your ability to be okay that you've had a 40% increase in the last six months, 12 months, 18 months, with something you had no chance of achieving ever before, your ability to recognise that, reflect on that, celebrate that, and then tomorrow we turn up for the new, the new level is so important. So to have stamina, you've got to be okay to celebrate. Energy comes from positive energy. Energy comes from the perspective of, I'm winning and I'm going to have a photo moment to confirm I've just won. You can't be so desperate, to, even in a negative situation, to keep on pushing through and pushing through, and negative is your influence. You know, we heard earlier, Samantha suggested, you know, you turn your negative into, into a positive, not turn the negative into a negative, otherwise you're out of the race. You've got to turn whatever that was, that personal part of your cycle, into the next wave of energy to move f forward from. Do you know, most successful people, in no matter what they're... Their, their, their walking life is, whether it's sport, whether it's theatre, whether it's politics, whether it's business, whether it's being the best student at the school, 
most people, human beings, don't get to where they get to without having some failure along the way. And part of the energy of understanding your economic cycles and your emotional cycles, and we're talking cycles now, right, is about understanding that occasionally you're going to have a dip. It's up to you, though, how do you manage the dip? And the best way to manage it, if you don't have the reference or the education, is find someone that can help you. Hey, there's a pothole ahead. I'd be watching that if I was you. There's a choke point ahead. I'd be watching that if I was you. And let me just understand, if we had a chance to fix that choke point coming, what are you going to do about it? Because to me, once you start asking those very simple but yet very accountable questions, and it ensures that you're constantly moving things forward, so you don't fall in the pothole and get drowned by the pothole or get killed by the pothole, it's just a speed bump. And choke points are very important for you to win as often as you need to. Why? Because that gives you the power, that gives you the strength, that gives you the layer of experience to keep on going. Versus, I've got no idea how I'm going to deal with the next one, I don't think I can do it anymore. Can I also say, as business owners, the business owners and the business leaders in the room, it's okay to stand aside and let a, someone else come into your business or your organisation to do it better than you. That's got more smarts than you. Do you know, 100, 120,000, 80,000, $200,000 buys you the best brains in the industry. I'd be going for it. If you truly believe you want to go somewhere. If the fear of what it's going to cost you to get someone better than you is stopping you from getting someone that's better than you to join your team, to help you multiply and duplicate, which is actually the essence of business, is you know ever more with ever less, that's leverage. If you think you can grow your business on your own, you don't even sit on the radar, guys. If you think you can do it on your own, you're not even on the radar. You are a hobby, and I don't mean to, I guess, you know, disrespect anyone, but at some point, you're gonna have to push through. And you're going to have to be okay with being an investor. Do you know, there's so much going on for people that are investors, go-getters with a plan, but, right? You've got to have a plan. You've got to know what you're doing. So I just want you to think about your personal cycles over the last two, three, five years for some of you, 50 years. How have your personal cycles actually almost mirrored your economic cycles, your business cycles? Because they're all very, very, very... Um, interrelated. Most of the things I've shared here this afternoon, or this morning, sorry, are all part of the new book that I'm just about to release in about 60 days. So, How to Become a Productivity Diamond. So, everything that I've spoken about is all conceptually expanded in chapters and, and some good reading coming. I'm very excited by that because it's three years in the making. It's a bloody beauty. So, I want you to think about how does that work for you? How can you go and catch the pattern and say, okay, that was what's happened before, and I'm going to make sure I can only duplicate the positives and learn from the negatives, right? Or the not so positives. That's all you need to do. And every one of you can beat the bigger fight. Can we have some air conditioning, please? Bloody hot in here. So, economic plus emotional equals stamina. I want you to think about that. Okay, we've got five or ten minutes to go. And I want to throw it over to you guys. What are some questions in the room? What are some questions in the room? On the space, in the space, in regards to this thing called stamina. We had a phenomenal presenter here this, this morning. We had an awesome champion in business sharing, you know, the sticking points and the push-through points. Because let's face it, as human beings, given a chance, you'd run away, wouldn't you? Why would you go through it? I mean, why would you be mad enough to go through it? 
Why would you push through? Why would you even worry about growing something that stands for something? Why would you even think about creating a legacy at some point? Why would you even think about writing or finishing the next chapter in your book? Because every one of us is. You're currently writing a chapter in your current book called Life. What's it going to read when people read it down the track? What's the chapter you're writing right now going to look like when it's finished? So the whole thing about this thing called life, very different to being at school, I guess, is there's no term breaks. There's no holidays on, you know, in summer jumping off, you know, peers and being silly and naive. It's adult life. Life goes on. You want to have something that you stand for. You want to have something that you, you leave behind. Imagine you wrote a letter this morning for your great-grandchildren to read. Imagine what you'd be writing in that letter that your great-grandchildren would lead. What, what, what are we reading? So this is the whole thing about stamina and pushing through and standing for something that means something. You know, don't feel that you can walk away from an opportunity, particularly if you are the one that can define opportunity, particularly if you are the one that can deliver a service, a product, a story, inspiration and motivation for others. There is nothing more, there is nothing more precious in this world that we live in than to be a contributor. Yeah, and, and, and Jenny spoke about, Jenny Bormel spoke about average dollar sale. To me, it's not average dollar sale, it's value add. I can increase my prices today and I've got average dollar sale. Very easy. Doesn't take much strategy to do that. And you might lose two out of ten clients by doing that. They're the two you should never have served in the first place because it was all price driven. The only way you grow value is to be valuable. Success is not an event. Success is a doing word. It's by being successful that you become something defined as success. It's a doing word. It's something that never stops. To be attractive, you've got to keep on being valuable. You've got to be a contributor. I'm Stephen Kazakis and uh, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that uh, that episode and that, that episode of our podcast and, and specifically, you know, the importance of stamina and how is it as individuals, how is it as, as teams, how is it as businesses in, uh, in, in again, in a world that's so fast-paced in its um, in its change and its adaptability, how do we ensure that we uh, we stay in tune if not one step ahead of all that? And uh, again, you don't need to work harder, you just need to be better at predicting and better at uh, ascertaining what what's happening next not because you want to pull a handbrake up and just wait uh, for uh, you know the white flags to turn up but because by being, I guess, um, aware of what you need to be aware of and having plans that are ultimately known as Plan Bs and Plan Cs, you're in a much better place of, uh, I guess, conquering any challenge that comes your way. You know, business is, um, business, um, I guess, it's not hard, however, it's not as easy as we would like it to be. So therefore, you know, the economic and the emotional challenges that come with running a business and ultimately the stamina that is needed to keep on conquering those challenges as they turn up is critical to your ongoing, your ongoing growth and your ongoing success. Ultimately, um, you know, as the leader, your job is to inspire and and ultimately uh, grow resources. Um, the, your, your responsibility is to allow people around you to keep on growing and, and keep up with you, I guess, um, in a fair and reasonable way and and the best way to do that is to continuously have plans that are ultimately committed to in terms of execution for which the discipline of measurement and the discipline of I guess analyzing and reviewing and getting really curious about what is and what isn't working and what are we doing about it and ultimately what is it that we need to be thinking about in the next six months in the next 12 months as a bite-sized piece of the next two years three years five years is nothing more than just um, being committed to being curious at certain times 
times throughout a year. And with your Profit Blueprint coming up in the next period, which will be the first one for the year, I am so looking forward to, again, reset, reflect, and ultimately kick off for what will be in a phenomenal new year. It's the first one for the year and, um, you know, there'll be over 120, 140 people, uh, I guess, in attendance and, and business owners and their teams reviewing, reflecting and ultimately resetting what is going to be the next best 12 months of their uh, of their business um, life. And, you know, it needs stamina. It needs continuous, I guess, commitment to this amazing statement, amazing phrase that we refer to here at Business Benchmark Group. I'd rather be bored and rich than excitable and broke. So, you know, how much stamina is there? How much discipline is there? How much focus and intensity is needed in being okay with being bored and getting rich because you're predictable for success versus, ooh, let me go and get uh, excitable and change ideas and change plans and change the road that we're on and therefore go broke. I'm Stefan Kazakis, Business Benchmark Group, where every small business owner can achieve big business business success. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.